the process of creating and establishing a blended family comes with a gigantic price tag. And I am not talking financial. The emotional, physical, spiritual, mental currency that is required to make it work is kind of insane. So it's so important that before we get going, we count the cost so that we don't find ourselves in a predicament that we couldn't afford in the first place. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What up, Blended fam? A little fun fact about myself. I am a fan of clarity. I might have a control issue, but clarity is amazing to me. And therefore, I am a fan of price tags. I love when I understand the cost of something. I go to the store and I can determine whether something is worth paying for, whether it's in my budget. Every once in a while, there is the inconvenience of something being placed in the wrong area and therefore it's not accurately priced. If you've ever shopped at Ross, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That place is a beautifully confusing jungle of low prices, okay? It works out. I was grieved when Ross was shut down during the pandemic. I guess this is a personal issue, but I'm just I'm thinking like that's an essential shop. You know what I mean? Like that's something that we need to keep open. Like it's not as important as the hospital or urgent care, but it's like right behind. But that does get me thinking when I was younger and I was paying for something for the first time, I was getting a video game, super excited. This was my highest priced purchase up to this point in my life. I can't recall what age I was. I was like nine or 10 or something like that. Getting a video game, it was like $36 and some change. Guess what I did? I got the exact amount. I, with all the pride in my heart, snatched up that video game. I took it to the cashier, handed it to him. He scanned it, and then a totally different price came up on the monitor. And I was discouraged. I was baffled. I was like, bro, this was supposed to be $36 and some change. I gave you that exactly. That's when I learned about taxes. And if anything, that was like a little foreshadowing for life. Oh, you think, oh, you think you're doing good enough? Oh, you do. Oh, great. no, psych, you know, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's probably just my issue. But when it comes to the blended family, unlike your local Ross with items that have price tags that clearly state the cost of something, we cannot accurately or perfectly assess the cost of engaging in or being part of creating the blended family dynamic. For those that were single parents or are single parents, there is just no way that you can perfectly determine whether someone is prepared to do the work necessary to make this family dynamic work before committing to be in a relationship with this person. And I say that because as we know, People change. People can be one way, one moment, and then be something totally different the next. Human beings are fallible and 
extremely imperfect. So promises are made one moment and then they're broken the next. And this applies to every level of relationship. As far as what I've experienced, I think about my friends. I think about my siblings. I can think about the relationship that I have or had with my parents. Things are just susceptible to change when you're dealing with people. And obviously, this is the worst case scenario. It's not the preferred way to think about people, to operate from a place of pessimism. However, if you are a single parent, you can no longer afford to make decisions based on high emotions or simply a gut feeling. Your life is of value and therefore you have to exercise precaution and the life of your child is also of extreme value. So when it comes to choosing the person that you want to be in a relationship with, there's just no way that that decision can be made without exercising that extreme precaution. Counting the cost is this process of honestly and unselfishly gauging whether someone is willing and able to create a healthy, functional, blended family. And this applies to all adults involved. So both ends of the love interest need to count the cost. I want to focus specifically on the individual engaging the person that has a child. If both parties have a child and they're coming into that relationship, this applies all all the more. But an individual that is or was in a situation similar to my own, where I was a single man and I was interested in a woman with a child, I'm going to be focusing pretty good on that person today. But as far as counting the cost goes, this is not a one time occurrence. This is a regular thing. It's something you do prior to engaging in this relationship. You do it again before you engage in the relationship. You do it again before you start this relationship. And then you guys come together, have this open conversation as far as the ramification, the big picture of what it means to engage just in this relationship. Not saying that we're gonna, we're officially a family or we're getting married, but just even starting a relationship. You have to count the cost and it needs to be done frequently. And this trend proceeds while you're in that relationship. Because if we're being honest, the single person that's interested in the one with the child is doing so out of some level of selfishness. And by selfishness, I mean that there is a greater desire for a relationship than there is for a family. And that's just me being totally real. Yes, you understand that a child is present and I think about my situation. I saw Margot, beautiful lady. I understood that she had a child, but guess what? We ended up together because I liked her. I wanted her. And fortunately, I was mature enough to consider not just her value, but the value of her child. So in every decision that was being made, all things that pertain to the relationship between her and I also included her daughter. And there are so many of you right now that are healthy people with an amazing heart. So when I say something like, oh, I considered the child in all the decisions and in the relationship that I had 
with Margot as we were dating, you guys are kind of like, okay, yeah, duh. What else is there? What other option is there? But please believe that there are a ton of people that are exercising this selfishness and this intent to just be with this person. There is not the willingness to potentially engage in a family, to serve the child or children in any capacity. It's just about this love interest and the fact that they want to be with that person. And yes, they understand that it comes with a a little human or two or three, but their main focus or sole focus can be this other person. So again, we need to be able to gauge someone's willingness to create a healthy and functional blended family. Like we can't just be together for the sake of being together, because if we're being honest, our relationship at the most basic level is rooted in some level of selfishness. I want to be with this person. I have yet to meet an individual that says, oh, we started this blended family because I fell in love with the child. Honestly, sounds super freaky, super weird, red flags everywhere. There may be an instance where maybe it's like a teacher or something like that, where they met the child first and the parent eventually came to like some parent-teacher conference type situation, and then they hit it off, but there is no like, oh, I fell in love with your child, and that affirmed the fact that I wanted to start a family with you. Doesn't work. And that willingness to create the blended family does not stop at, oh, the person that I'm interested in and their child or children. Does not stop there. That willingness must also extend to their circumstance and everything that comes with it. Because again, this is a single parent. Therefore, there is likely an ex that is in the picture to some degree. It's possible that they have a tumultuous separation because no one wants to depart from their ex when a child is present. And therefore, there's potentially drama And some trauma because what was once likely a family has been torn apart and therefore there could be some hurt and confusion. So, again, when it comes to the willingness to create the blended family, like there is then a willingness to take all this stuff on. You have you, sir, have entered into a war zone. Me, I'm like, oh, do 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 do. Hey, you're cute. Oh, you got a kid? <laughs> Let's do it. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> you are about to be in a fight, my friend. And I think our situation was a bit more tame than some of the other predicaments that I've heard about. Sure, we've had some issues with the other parent. We've had to deal with some court stuff. There have been other things that have transpired. But in my opinion, we haven't been anything close to many of the horror stories that I hear about. But for me, as I was in this process of counting the cost as a single man, I didn't know what counting the cost looked like. In practice, I remember when we were just talking, we hadn't committed to a relationship, but we were talking and we were clearly interested in one another. And there was just this random evening where a friend, female friend, invited me out for dinner. We went to somewhere like Chili's or something and 
that was a mistake. <laughs> I think I remember her posting something about it and then tagging me. Margot sees it and she's like, mm, I'm done. <laughs> Fortunately, she had some people that were close to her that gave her some insight. A, like, give this dude another shot. He's a little bit of a scrub. But that instance was an example of me not understanding the weight of her even talking to me. Her even engaging or entertaining me, let alone starting a relationship. Again, this woman is familiar with scrubs and what they look like. And she's been hurt before. And she has this daughter that she wants to protect on top of herself. So to see me just willy nilly, just do 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 do, just going out with random people of course, she would have a problem with that. I believe every single parent should have a problem with a situation like that. And I'm grateful to her for that, for expressing her issue, for being willing to split with me off of something that I thought was minor because to me, it communicated her value. And it really allowed for me to reassess how I was going about counting the cost. So if it's not already apparent, Margot and I weren't playing when we started this relationship, even when we were friends prior to what we wanted and expected from a relationship was clearly stated. It was clearly laid out. And I think that's essential. If, of course, you want to protect yourself and your child or children, if you do not, if you do not care to protect yourself or your children, then this is not, these are not steps that you need to take, but it's better to understand what it is that you're doing, have some clarity concerning your objectives so that you are not surprised if and when bad things happen. Honestly, if a person, their mind and their hearts are not prepared for this task, then there will definitely be some mishandling of yourself and or your child. And that briefly addresses the willingness component to create a healthy and functional blended family. And then there comes the ability to do so. And in order to paint a bit of a picture for this, I think about something that we aspire toward purchasing. Like when we cannot afford it, what are the, some of the things that we do? We budget, we change our spending habits. We start saving more. Ultimately, if we want it bad enough, we make some hard decisions and some adjustments so that we can afford whatever it is that we aspire to purchase. But the tricky thing about the ability to create the blended family dynamic is the fact that the cost may be something one day but it could be entirely different the next. For instance, you can meet your love interest and the child is present and things are good, but what happens the first time that the ex is present and loving on that child? The cost changes. Or what if that child clearly communicates that they don't like you? The cost changes. And please believe that the price always gets higher. <laughs> This family dynamic never ends up on the discount rack. I am so sorry. For those of you that thought you were at Nordstrom, sorry. Welcome to Ross, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I will stop now. But as I think about how the costs changed in our dynamic, it's just been a ton of times. It really is a daily thing. But the man that I was the day we got married, not prepared. And I think about the cost then and the cost when I actually became stepfather. I think about how the cost changed significantly when we introduced our first child together into this dynamic. The cost changed drastically and it really is just something that continues to increase. And yes, that is absolutely 100% something to be intimidated by. No one should come into this situation with this attitude like, I got this. Like Those are the individuals that you actually need to be worried about. But again, the ability to create a healthy, functional, blended family is a constant thing. It's something that happens while you're dating, while you're, well, actually while you're talking, while you're dating and courting one another, when you're engaged, as you're married, I am almost seven years deep and I am constantly exercising my ability to afford the cost of the blended family. And please believe there are days where I feel like the price is steep and I just want to go hide in the bathroom because it's much, it's challenging. It's a constant process of refinement and growth. And either you come to a place where although it is still uncomfortable at times, you understand what's happening and you embrace it or you reject that refinement and that growth because it's just not something that you want. And I've mentioned this before. This process is a battle and you're either fighting with one another or you're fighting for one another and holding on to a common purpose. And this process begins well before the individual that you're interested in being in a relationship with has met your child. I know I'm spitting some real hot fire today. I know it's challenging, but please believe me, it works. So I know that we addressed the fact that you can't perfectly 100% determine whether someone's the right individual, like they're going to come into this situation, do their best. This relationship will last and you will grow into this beautiful family dynamic. That outcome is definitely a possibility. But when you consider the fact that blended families or cohabitating relationships are ending at a rate that's approaching 70 percent, the likelihood of making that right decision is not big. So it's going to require some diligence and an eye for a few things that I believe serve as a good measurement or qualification as to whether someone is in a position to truly count the cost and engage in this relationship. And again, I've been in this position before whereby I was interested in a beautiful woman that had a child. And I feel as if these factors definitely made the difference as far as our ability, not just to make our relationship work between Margot and myself, but to eventually come to a place where we have a healthy and functional family. And number one being behavior. Number two, ability to communicate. And then number three, personal progressive work. So we'll start with 
number one, that being behavior. That's huge. This is the action of the individual. And as we know, actions speak louder than words. But this is where it can also get tricky for people because when you've met this person, there's this person of interest. I can only imagine Margot is just totally, I just, I'll say it every episode. She would like head over heels, heels over head, left over right, whatever it was. She was a hot mess for me. Okay. And at this point, she could have been driven and swayed by her emotions in any direction, but it really required her to compose herself to be able to recognize behaviors that did not match up with what was necessary for her and her daughter. And what was crucial for the both of us was the fact that she valued herself at this point in her life. So she wasn't just going to expose herself, especially her child, to anybody who's acting any type of way. Like, I had to be a person of character and consistency. I couldn't be out partying or just doing the most if I wanted to even be her friend, let alone in a relationship with her. And this is not what she required of me. This is just where I was at this point in my life. And then there came the treatment and the care that I extended to her daughter. And to be honest, I wasn't really doing it for show or to attain favor from Margot, although I'm sure I did. And I'm sure she was watching me like a hawk. But it was just this genuine desire to involve her, to embrace her and to acknowledge her existence. And the fact that she is a very important piece of her mom's life and therefore treating her with significance was the only option. And then there's communication and the aspects of communication that I think are all the more important is the ability to convey understanding to like literally be able to speak concerning the significance of the situation you got going on. And that provides just this understanding that this person knows the weight of this situation. Like I can only imagine if I could not communicate how valuable like not just Margot was, but her child and the significance of this entire situation. And I'm a talker, so I can, you know, I can do that. And I'm sure I laid it on her tough, you know, which is why this whole thing worked out. I just packaged it up put a bow on that thing. I just blessed and showered this woman with Shakespeare-esque type stuff. But I think in general, just the ability to communicate and understanding of this dynamic and the, you know, the momentum and the direction that you're moving in is super important. But also the ability to communicate my emotional state, like where I was at, what I was experiencing as we were engaging in this relationship. And this part was not so eloquent. I was not like Shakespeare when it came to my emotions and communicating what I was feeling, why, when I was still very much in process in this area of my life in general. But To be able to do so at the most basic level, to be able to communicate discomfort or frustration or confusion or even excitement about what's in store for the future 
was very important because suppressing feelings and going with emotion is super dangerous because this dynamic provides so many opportunities to be triggered. So communicating what was going on and how I was being triggered was good for, for the both of us. And then communicating empathy as well. We can't just see things from our perspective alone. I needed to, to some degree, understand what she was experiencing from her perspective. I needed to understand what her daughter was experiencing from her perspective. And of course, I couldn't nail these perfectly because I'm not them, but to have some level of empathy was super important. And again, concerning communication, communicating that empathy and that understanding as far as where they stand and what they're likely going through during this process. And please note that when it comes to both behavior and communication, that is the walking and the talking, it goes hand in hand and they are things to be determined over time. You cannot gauge someone's behaviors and their ability to communicate in those ways within a six month period. I hear about people moving in after six months and I'm sorry, but you do not know this person. You do not know the triggers. You don't know the behaviors that present themselves during certain situations. This is more a stranger than it is a person that you know but all of a sudden you're subject to them. So taking your time is crucial because anything worthwhile is worth waiting for. And again, that third thing that serves as a measurement for someone's level of preparation is personal progressive work. And what this looks like is involvement in some type of support group. They're pursuing higher learning. They're going to church. They're a mentee. So they're under some form of leadership. Ultimately, this person is being challenged in one way or another and in a way that is uncomfortable, a way that addresses weaknesses and they're being held accountable. I think it's important for you, the parent of a child, to see that this individual that you are about to engage in a relationship with is in one area or another essentially saying, hey, I don't have it all together. I need more information. I need help. That shows you that that individual is willing to grow and there's no way that you can achieve a blended family or even a dating relationship with a child present with an individual that is not willing to grow. And I believe that part of the reason why my wife and I worked out or even started was because at the time I was subject to leadership. As a matter of fact, we had mentors that were very intimately invested in our dating relationship. And because we didn't nail that process, no pun intended, we experienced a very difficult and trying period while we were dating. And as easy as it would have been to just bail out of that situation and just to make decisions for ourselves, do what was comfortable, we remained under that leadership. And it was especially difficult for me because I was a runner at the time. Any level of discomfort that I didn't feel was absolutely necessary in my life. It was a wrap. Deuces. I'm gone. But I remained under that and she got to see both some of my ugly, a lot of my ugly, 
And she also got to see some of the good because I continued to position myself under leadership. And that spoke volumes because it suggested I want growth. I want to be a better man and I don't have it all together. Overall, this process of counting the cost is not perfect. In fact, it is very messy. But if done right, you'll have your answer. Either this does not work, it cannot work, and you avoid any unnecessary hardship for yourself and your child, or it does work. And from there, you can build something incredible. Thanks for tuning in and please subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this blended goodness. It's going down again next Wednesday, but until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.